I'm assuming you played. They played. Okay. We got it. Welcome. Monday hey, night. The uh, Seth Williams Show with Mike Chisalka live on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble, I believe, and the SethWilliamsShow.com. The SethWilliamsShow.com. All those places All and those more. places. And then we'll be posted forever and the day after that. Right. Um, tonight is a big night, I guess. A huge night, actually. It is um, Election, Election Eve. And I'm very excited about tonight, kind of. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that it goes well tomorrow, that everything is on the up and up and everything goes smooth. I'm hoping that, uh, I mean, I have my own opinion on what I hope happens tomorrow and I, as well as you. Um, but whatever happens, I want some sort of a change because whatever's going on right now is broken. It's not working. And uh, we're paying for it, all of us. And it doesn't matter whether you're red, you're blue, you're purple, you're green, whatever you are, um, whatever's happening right now is not working for any of us. I think we can agree that gas prices are not what they should be. Oh, yeah. there's a lot of things. Grocery prices are not what they should be. But I'm also glad that uh, the numbers of people that have already voted far outpace the last midterm. So there's an awful lot of people in this country that share the sentiment of caring enough to get up and at least cast a ballot. And we'll get into why you think that is in just a little bit. We've got to start this show off, I guess. And uh, we do have some guests coming up tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Me too. Uh, Tom from Wolf Creek Media will be calling in. Medina GOP, uh, looking forward to that. we got um, Ken calling in a little bit later. He's going to... Republican Party. He's going to talk about that. Mario Innocenzi is going to be calling in for Mario's Barbershop. They're apparently killing things in the back room over there. Um, uh, Charlie Kalani is going to be calling in or coming in studio. Right. He's going to be an observer tomorrow at the polls. And uh, Glenn Forbes, supervising producer for WKSU, uh, going to be calling in to talk about all the local um, races, state races, and we'll even get into some of the national stuff with him. How was your week? We had a week off. Yeah. A lot of things. A lot of a good week. I actually played some golf. It was nice for some decent weather to like poke its head in and spend some time with us. Uh, I fell. Things done around the house. Yeah, you did. That Man, was, that sucked. I will say that, you know, I'm a big boy. I can handle myself. Yeah. Right? But this was one of those times where I was kind of like, Shocked at humanity. I mean, I, for the most part, I think a lot of people suck, anyways. Right. But I was, I was kind of shocked at people. Um, I posted on Facebook a little bit what happened. So I was walking on a treadmill. Now I was cleared by doctors to walk on a treadmill for the first time ever since I had, you know, my leg taken. And so you know, therapy's been going well. And I was walking on this little treadmill when the pin came out of my leg. There's a pin that keeps it attached to me. Right. And so I'm walking on a treadmill pin pops off while I'm walking, leg goes flying, and then so do I. Uh, straight down to the ground, well, down to the treadmill, treadmill. and flying to the ground. And, you know, again, I could take care of myself. I wasn't laying on the ground crying. Or anything like that. It wasn't, you know, I, I'm hurt. Right. Uh, but, literally, I sat there as people walked over me to get to their machines to go keep working out. Nobody from the staff helped. I was at the Broadview Heights Rec Center. Nobody helped at all, and it's fine because it's again, I can fine. take care of myself. But my wife, who is standing there trying to help me, right. is next to tears, if not in tears, because she can't help me get off the ground. 
and I'm more difficult than it seems. Used when to. trying to stand back up and to see if I was all right, right? And I was somewhat sore today, and that's going to happen, I guess. But I'm walking better today than I was even last night, so that's a good thing. But I was shocked at humanity. I was shocked that that's where we are in society, where people just don't give a damn anymore, and that bothers me. And that that goes back to even tonight being election eve and tomorrow is a big day in this country we have no humanity left the crime is through the roof things are going in the wrong direction in my opinion and we need to get this country back to being a loving caring society okay and that's not going to happen overnight well it can happen overnight and there are many many good people there's a lot of nice things oh i didn't say that there aren't no 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 people and they deserve a little bit of the attention too, but there's no excuse for not even checking to see if you're okay. I got a text from you that night that said, I fell. Yeah. And it was like, is it because you don't want to talk about it? Is the details there? Are you okay? Are you in the hospital? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, when you want to do something and you're not even close enough to, that's frustrating too. But when you said the next day people are walking right past you and not making eye contact so that they didn't have to or they could pretend they didn't see what they were seeing, that's just wrong. There's no excuse for that stuff. And that, you know, is across all kinds of lines, like you said. That's just across humanity lines. And I'm hoping that at some point we can get this country back on track to where people actually do care i'm one of those people that if i saw somebody fall regardless of how they felt whether it was on the ice or whatever i'd go over and see if they were okay right now maybe after the fact i found out they're all right and i help them up or whatever do something for them then i might go laugh and see you know yeah and if they're totally unconscious you can check for a wallet well that's what they do now (laughs) that's what happens actually in in some of these major cities i've seen it some guy gets hit by a car, then the guy gets out from driving the car and goes uh, and robs just... them and then gets back in their car and takes off. Um, so I'm hoping that we can get some sort of sense of humanity back in this country. Be nice. And whether it comes with an election or whether it comes with, um, I don't know, maybe we need God to come down here and do something again because so things don't seem to be going in the right direction. Yeah. And it, it's kind of sad, to be honest. Um, I'm checking out some of the sites that we're on. It looks like Facebook keeps saying we're having trouble playing the video. Uh, you can go to the SethWilliamsShow.com and watch the show Watch there. on the website. You can watch on the website easy enough. Better yet, don't just sit and watch. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. There's a lot going on. There is. A lot to talk about. A lot that needs, a lot that needs to be said. Let's just start that conversation and have some fun. 216-435-5249. And then hit 713 uh, when the lady picks up, uh, 216-435-5249, and then hit 713 uh, when the phone picks up. But we do have a lot of guests coming up tonight, so I'm excited about that. Yep. Um, did you vote yet? I had to. You had to? Yes. I am going to volunteer. I will be working one of the polling locations in Lorraine County. So since I have to be at work from 5 o'clock in the morning till probably 10 o'clock at night... And I have no idea where I'll be in relation to my polling place. I cast the early vote. And I stood in line for 15 minutes to cast that vote. There's a lot of people who have already cast their vote. I'm just glad to see, for all the back and forth and back and forth, people just are making a difference and making a decision and making the effort. So why do you think so many people have come out to the early voting? I mean, I have my... 
thoughts and theories on the last time when early voting happened, and obviously all the mail-in votes and everything because of COVID and all that. Yeah. Do you think this is a sign that people are sick and tired of what's going on, or do you think this is no, something? I think, what do you think this is? No, I think this is all about convenience. If you give people a month to do it, and they've got time to just do it and get over it, they will. You know, for years we tried to make Election Day a national holiday where all you had to do is vote. And there's all kinds of reasons why, you know, that didn't float, um, including probably people sitting at home and not even bothering. But I think um, the more people see everybody else get involved, the more it may inspire them to do it. I think everybody, too, wanted to vote, get it over with, so they didn't have to pay attention to all of those commercials. But, see, I think that's a bad thing. I think that, that when you get early voting like you're seeing, I think it's either one of two things. It's either finally people are saying, all right, I've had enough, and I we need to change what's going on right now. Or it's a, like you said, convenience. They already know who they're going to vote for, and they just got to mail in their ballots and, and get it over with, which I think is a lazy way of doing things. Yeah, but I see, said it last week. I'm going to say it again. I think there needs to be a test on what's going on in this country, what's going on in the state, what's going on in your cities to find out if you have any clue what's going on before you're allowed to vote. Because we have a lot of people out there that are ignorant or don't care what's going on because it may not affect their day-to-day that are voting strictly based on what the letter is behind the name. And whether it's R or D, I don't think that's the right way to go. I don't think you should be just picking based on a letter because that's what you believe and that's what you... you know, have always done, and that's what you need to do now. A free, impartial, secret ballot means you can't give tests ahead of time. And if you think tests are going to make voting go better, maybe we should have some of those tests before people have kids. Well, I agree with that, too. So, I'm saying there's a lot of people out there that definitely should not be allowed to have children and, when, and have many, many children and continue to do so that shouldn't have them at all. I, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I think that might be a very good thing, well, to be honest. We see a lot of people taking advantage of the system and taking a lot of money from the government and hardworking people like yourself and myself. They're taking money from us so they can have 14 kids and sit at home. I don't agree with that. They should have to take a test, and they should be denied their ability to have children. I mean, no, sound radical, they should just be but they allowed should be denied. to work. What? They should be allowed to you work. You are allowed to work in this country. No, no, no. I mean allowed with a, like, go to work. Yeah. Yes. That kind of allowed. Uh, if you have any thoughts, you can call us now, 216-435-5249. Trying to say enough controversial stuff where somebody gets mad and goes, damn it, and picks up the phone. <laughs> you do it every other time. Well, What's wrong today? Hey. Uh, a couple of texts on the Wolf Creek Media message line. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, Tom says... You're good on Facebook, so that's good. Good. Uh, we got a message from Chris saying that everything seems to be working. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of people out there who wouldn't pass the test, I guess. Oh, please. But I think that that's a, a good thing in a way. I, I mean, how many people are voting? Again, I have relatives who went into the polls already and voted strictly because they have a D. And I don't think that that's the way that things should be done. Um, look. I'm looking at the Fetterman-Oz race in Pennsylvania. Okay. And Fetterman wants to release criminals. Um, Fetterman actually has a record of chasing a guy down with a shotgun or something and also has had a stroke. Now, okay. That's like asking me to run a marathon. 
I lost a leg. I can't do it. Well, I shouldn't be in charge of the marathon because I can't run a marathon. You can't have a guy whose job is to be in order to go in there and speak for a living, and he can't speak. Okay. That's his job is to represent and speak for the people that are supposed right. are supposedly so voting the, him in. He shouldn't be able to do that. The guy can't talk. The, he can't finish a sentence. The tests then shouldn't be for the people that have the right to vote. The test should be for the people who run. And that's what we call an election. Because for every argument you can raise concerning what's going on in Pennsylvania, it's being duplicated all over the country. Okay, I, I'm not disagreeing, but do you think yeah. that somebody like Oz or somebody like Fetterman should be able to, allowed to run in a, his, an election like this? People are going to vote for him, not because of what he stands for, but because of what he can do for them. He anybody. Votes, they're voting for the, the, the letter behind the name. Any, anybody who does that on both sides is not voting with their head. Or their heart, actually, because you should be more in tune with that. But. I agree with that. So, but that's allowed. We allow people to not care what they're voting for. I mean, the guy has a do it. really pretty good record as Secretary of State. People liked him in office before. He's been, and I know it's a dirty word these days, a politician, but you don't take somebody out of accounting school and start him a quarterback. You know, it helps if you've played football before. So the first time out, et cetera, et cetera, run for a... But, Less important office. Let's go to the phone lines. You're in the air. Hello. Seth, Tom Wyant. How you hey, doing? Tom. How you doing? Hey. Right on time. Yeah, how are you? You're man? on time. How are you, buddy? Good. Good. How are you guys? Good. So, big election tomorrow, of course. You, you, you know, MedinaGOP.org. MedinaGOP does a lot of stuff. I mean, and they had a great event that I went to a, a couple weeks ago. And are you excited about tomorrow or what? I think we are excited. Uh, you know, our, our volunteers have, have laid it out all on the table in our county. Um, our candidates have, have worked um, as hard as any candidates anywhere in the state. Um, I, I think we're going to see uh, a, a very, very strong turnout, and um, hopefully we'll flip the uh, – we have uh, one Democrat seat on our countywide offices. Um, you know, we have a shot to flip that seat, so I, I think we're in good shape. I was going to ask about the volunteerism and the get out the vote effort and stuff like that. Have you sensed the kind of enthusiasm I was talking about earlier in the show when I said that the early voting, the people that have taken the time to already cast a ballot, that they are energized this year to turn out and have their voices be heard? We, our, our county has been energized since the primary season. Uh, really, you know, Medina County was, you know, before uh, our, our chairman took over in 2020, um, you know, six months before the 2020 general election, uh, Jim Renacci took over. Uh, it was kind of an average county, um, a, a decent Republican county, but um, not a whole lot of motivation. Um, but uh, we, we really flipped the switch in 2020. Uh, that was a supercharged year for, for activity. But I will tell you... Um, as as uh, aggressive as the volunteer base was in 2020 for a Trump election, um, I think people are are frustrated and angry, and um, uh, basically in a state of shock where our country is two years later, and we have been uh, seeing record numbers. Um, and I'm not talking at the, at the voting booth; I'm talking at our headquarters. Um, 
when we put a call out to to, to stuff literature bags for door knocking, um, you know, we don't have two or three retirees show up. We have 10, 15 people show up. Um, when, when we put a call out to, to get those bags out and the literature and the slate cards out to the homes, you know, to, for door knocking days, we don't have five or six or eight people show up. We have 55, 35, 45 people show up uh, to, the, to the point where we saw, I, I don't know, I don't know the, the other data from the other counties in, in Northeast Ohio, but I would, I would guarantee we, we probably have uh, the top number we, we surpassed. Um, this is just, this is just our volunteers uh, on their own free will. I mean, we, we were organized and how we got, got the information out, but we knocked over 25,000 doors in Medina County. Um, I, I had people coming in today off the street saying, Hey, you know, I went through the 300, uh, slate cards you gave me and i want to go hit more today i mean this is monday before election these these people are frustrated uh they're angry where our country's at they're angry where our state is at and they're doing something about it now, now jd vance do you think he has a shot in this thing because i mean tim ryan seems to be running a kind of campaign where he, he puts out these commercials talking about how moderate he is and you know bernie kozar is throwing him passes and talks about how much he loves donald trump and jd vance hates trump and all this um what do you think is going to happen there? Tim, Tim Ryan's no dummy. Um, he's he's fooled the Youngstown area uh, for the last you know however many terms he's been out there. Um, you know probably one of the worst demographic uh, employment jobs you know uh, manufacturing area in the state during his tenure. But he has consistently fooled the Steel Valley, Youngstown, Trumbull County, Portage County, you know for the last couple of decades. And, he, and he's doing it again on TV right now. You know, he's, he's coming across as this big moderate. Um, I think to some degree it is working. Luckily, J.D.'s been out there the last four or five, six weeks hard, uh, you know, firing back. But but Tim's not dumb. Um, he's he's going after that middle of the road. Um, yeah. Like you guys said, the you know, the guys that aren't, uh, you know, super educated, they just kind of catch the, uh, the cliff notes on TV. And that's who he's going after. And, and let's be realistic, um, you know, you know, Trump carried this state by, you know, eight, eight to nine points uh, the last two election cycles. So everyone says it's a red state. It's really not. Um, if you look at the numbers, it's about 30 percent Republican, 30 percent Democrat, and the, and the rest are independent. So that's that's who Tim Ryan went after. Um, I think J.D. has made up a lot of ground. It looks like, you know, the last couple of polls went out. He's up, uh, you know, three, five, six points, depending on what, what poll you lead. You you lean to, um, but I you know I think JD's on the good side of a coin flip right now. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing to what a pass from Bernie Kozar can do to a, a voting base. I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean you know we're we're kind of inside the bubble, so we you know we see the Bernie Kozar thing, but you look at the rest of his ads that are you know on television on on um, addressable television, the the free streaming sites. Um, you know he's just saying, hey, I'm one of you and. You know, yeah. I supported Trump. You know, this, this guy, he hasn't supported anything that, that President Trump ever did. Except um, you know, he, the China stuff. He did vote with Trump on China. Well, yeah, yeah, the, the tariff stuff. But, you know, that's that's well, no it's, I mean, we, we've been we've been abused by China for for two and a half decades. You know, it's about time someone someone took the stand of that. And, and you notice President Biden hasn't done anything to roll back those tariffs. either. No, ag- agreed. They should be there. And more. I mean, the CHIPS Act was to bring some of the stuff home. It is kind of funny, though, when you sit here and you, you watch you know, TV at night 
And I was sitting in the bedroom, TV's on. I was half paying attention. But one commercial comes on, and it's J.D. Vance talking. These guys, he's holding his baby, and everything's great, talking about how great he is. The very next commercial is a Tim Ryan commercial talking about how horrible J.D. Vance is. And he opens up this kind of house. And there's this, that, and there's hope. It's so ridiculous anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to say anything until we close the show because we'll probably end up with a last word from both of us tonight. But everybody that's watching and uh, Tom, you too, because we can talk about this uh, all next year, have you on the show, discuss all this again, because the information coming regarding the money and the advertising, that kind of stuff, I think is something we're all both parties are going to have to address uh, after this election is over with, no matter how it turns out. Oh, Mike, Mike, everyone, everyone says that after every election, um, you know, the, the money where, you know, that the big money that spend the quote dark money that comes in from. from I'm, I'm not talking about dark money. I'm talking about the real people money and it's the next level up and it's the money that both parties dance to. And Correct, and, and and you got it. You we got to do right something there. about that. We just, you know, I'm but I'm hoping parties, the, I can't wait for the election to be over so that we can go back to all being Americans again, without a party label, and just do things right. Well, you know, a- after this election, I think you're, there's going to be some other big news that comes, you know, a week or so after the election, and um, you know, we're going to be right back to here comes 2024, and it's going to come uh, very soon after after tomorrow so i think so too yeah uh, tom on a lighter note we have some t-shirts coming soon oh yeah 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 hopefully uh we'll have them we'll have them in your hands by next week perfect um we're we're still dealing with some supply chain stuff so it takes uh some some weeks it's quick getting stuff and some weeks it's not right um but uh i know uh did you get everything is everything that the cat out of the bag are they on the website yet they're not on the website yet they're going to be on the website uh, probably this week or early next week to kind of you know, line everything up and so they're going to be ready to go though i think they're gonna be very cool and i'm excited about it so. and i'll play insider yeah. a little bit too because the three of us have actually seen the design and whoever put that together did a hell of a job uh, you're, you're welcome you're a good man Tom. <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> we appreciate you calling and we appreciate everything you do for us so yeah, yeah, we we hope you blow through this this first batch of limited ones, and we'll come up with something else cool, and uh, um, you know help keep the show on the air, and and uh, you know we're, we're glad you guys are doing what you're doing, and it was great to have you and Jake out. Uh, oh, we had a blast! Our, our Unity Summit, and uh, we we did um, have the opportunity to honor Triv uh, that night yep. as we opened the show, being in, you know the one year that was class of his, of his passing, and. Um, you know, we're glad to have you both there. Seeing Mr. Renacy out there and Mr. Loomis, it was great. We had a, a great time. So thank you so much. Yeah, it, it definitely was a who's who uh, in that room. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Tom. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. You too. All right. Appreciate Tom. Wolf Creek Media, Medina, GOP.org. Good guy. I look forward to meeting with him, and I look forward to the first time we have an opportunity to actually have him sit here on the show. He's a good man. We've got uh, Glenn Forbes, supervising producer from WKSU, coming up in just a couple minutes. Uh, so we'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll also take your calls tonight. we got a lot of guests, but we, you know, tomorrow's a big day. And um, we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. be right back. Now it's time for the dirty word of the week. The word that sounds dirty, but really isn't. Thumb fiddler. To pollute or spoil something. Thumb fiddler. 
That was the Dirty Word of the Week brought to you by Tony Masaccio, AssuredWindowCleaning.com. Keep your mind out of the gutter. We will clean it. Everybody knows Tony. Union Home Mortgage Foundation was designed to help equip families in our local communities with the tools and resources to achieve economic self-sufficiency. Union Home Mortgage participates in multiple donation drives and fundraisers annually because their partners prioritize helping others. They know it feels good to do good and encourage you to make a difference in your community today. Union Home Mortgage. It makes sense to finance your next home with a good neighbor. Call 866-808-7711. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? I'll tell you. Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single thing on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious. And it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, Intimate occasions, you can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own intimate, dedicated space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations. Dial 440-238-8830. That's 440-238-8830. Right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusalka on Facebook Rumble. YouTube, thesethwilliamshow.com. Uh, speaking of thesethwilliamshow.com, you can go there and get your stickers, not the T-shirts yet, uh, but you can go there and get your stickers. There's a button on top. They're free. Just give your info, and we will mail them out to you. I saw one the other day on Facebook. Somebody took a picture of the back of their car, and there happened to be one of the stickers. One of those stickers right there. Right there on the back of the car. You don't have to do that. You know, Put it wherever you want. Yeah. I'm going to put one on the back of my wheelchair. Not that I use it a whole lot anymore, but on occasions when I feel lazy. You can, yeah, Just turn it. around. Uh, we can, uh, we're getting a lot of messages on the Wolf Creek Media message line. I need my bum fiddler cleaned, Joyce Marie says. You dirty Dirty person. word of the day. <laughs> dirty word of the week. Um, Cheryl says I got my mail-in ballot, so I had time to research who was on it. That's the way to do it. Yes. Research. Well, look into it. Look into the candidates. Look into the issues. All day long. You know, all year long. Constantly. You know, it should be in touch with the issues, with stuff that happens through the course of. should be able to look at a 30-second ad and go, yeah, that's not really the truth, or it was a little different here. There. And be involved. But, again, you and I have talked off the air. We'll probably talk a hell of a lot more. But they don't teach civics anymore. No. And for the last 40 years, the civics that was taught was usually taught by the assistant volleyball coach. And thank you to Aaron Science, by the way, for the stickers. So yes. Get those on the SethWilliamsShow.com. Um, I don't know what's going on with the... You're going to have to explain this to me a little bit. Okay. What's going on with the platform on the left for this election? Because it seems to me that... The right, the Republican Party, seems to have made their commitment to America as far as crime, inflation, um, the border, and you know that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas the left seems to be focusing their entire platform on green energy, 
and abortion? Well, I will tell you this, because it's really not hard to explain. If you go all the way back to 1972, we have sucked at message craft. Literally, to the point where we have allowed for 50 years the Republican Party to define us, which is why taxing Tim Ryan is still an effective slogan. We have been the tax and spend Democrats since that brilliant team that put Reagan in office named us that back in the day. And we haven't done a thing to change it. I mean, I saw a thing today. It's horrible. And I, I don't remember where I saw it. I don't think it was even like Fox News, but I think it was, it was an article that I read that the Inflation Reduction Act, which is labeled the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, doesn't tackle inflation until like 2033. I mean, that's yeah. a, quite a ways away. Well, it and until is. then, we're going to have electric buses that, that seem to blow up and, and, and things that we really don't no. can't handle right now. When it comes to green energy, that seems to be the platform that seems to be driving um, the, the left, uh, again, along it's with abortion. It's a goal to work towards between now and 33. It's not going to start tomorrow. But okay, think but we about got it. here basically overnight with inflation. We did. We went from prices being one to well, prices being, and huh. you asked and me it, to, It's bad. Okay, but you asked me to explain the message craft. Yeah, and I and don't here's understand. here's the missing message. Yeah. There has never been a period of higher corporate profits. Okay. So when the gas I mean, and oil raised the price of gasoline for no reason whatsoever. What do you mean for no reason ever? When we have a president who's coming out and saying specifically, I'm going to eliminate you. But they I'm going know to get rid that. of you. They know that's not true. Well, that, that's not. That, that's, you act like the that's powers what that that's be what are Inflation Reduction Act is. No, that's not now all of it. Let's go to Glenn Forbes. Hey. Glenn, how you doing? Supervising producer, WKSU. Glenn, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Well, I got one I'm question. I'm glad you called because it was getting a little bit, uh, you know, it was starting to take a turn. So, With as much that you've been well, doing, wanna, I, I, <laughs> are you going to sleep really good Wednesday? I'm, I'm, I'm here to uh, give you straight information Sweet. about the election tomorrow. Well, that's what we need because, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that, and I said this earlier on, you probably didn't catch it, but I said that people need a test before they're allowed to vote because most people are uninformed <laughs> on what's yeah. actually going on. They don't know the candidates. They don't know the issues. And they are just told what to do by their particular party and go in and vote because of the letter behind the name. And I think you should have a test, just like having children. Some people shouldn't have them. That, I'm not asking for your opinion. I was yeah, just we're just, I we'll move past that. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I, I would I would say this. Um, you know, unfortunately, the system is kind of designed that way. I, I think when you when you look at it, you say, who has the time to really dive into a lot of these issues? And you know, that's that's part of. Uh, my job, and it's certainly not telling people how to vote, but part of my job is saying, you know, here are what the candidates believe. Uh, here is what the issues uh, are in the election, or whether it be a statewide issue like issue one or issue two. You know, here's what it says if you vote yes or vote no. 
Um, but it is very difficult, obviously, these days to get um, information that is more objective in nature. We talk a lot about the echo chamber and things like that. So that can certainly be um, an issue. But you're right. I'm not going to weigh in on it any further. Than that. <laughs> All right. Sure. So since you brought it up, I was told to vote yes on issue one and issue two. So that's what I'm going to do. I was told by somebody the yes. Vote yes. Right. Is right. that what I should do? What, so, what is issue one, issue two? Can, do you know what's going on there? So issue one, uh, what it says is, is it, uh, it would put into the state constitution that judges must consider things like public safety, prior record, things like that when setting bail. Isn't that a given? What, I thought, I mean, that should be well, something... It is, it is, but it isn't. There was a recent support, Supreme Court decision that kind of took that, I wouldn't say take that, took that away, because you're right. Judges always have the discretion to look at those things when sentencing or setting bail or whatever. What opponents say about issue one is it would essentially ensure that cash bail is required in Ohio. It, it, it kind of takes away that part or that possibility of bail reform. And what critics also say about it is, is that cash bail disproportionately affects, obviously, people who are not as wealthy, right? The critics would say, if you're wealthy, you can afford your freedom. If you're not wealthy, you can't afford your freedom. And then the critics would also point out that that disproportionately affects uh, minorities. In, 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 in many cases. Okay. So I'm, those are kind of the arguments for and against. against what it's that. really about is is cash bail right. essentially going to be codified in Ohio? See, and see, I would say, as far as that is concerned, well, then don't commit crimes. Then we don't have to worry about that. That's easy, but there's also something else to consider here. If you don't kill people, you don't have to worry if about your bail. you believe that someone is innocent until proven guilty, the purpose of bail is only to ensure that they show up in court. All right. Well, it's we'll, not early punished. So what I'm saying is that's what you have to consider and, as well. And that's something we can talk about as the show goes on because I, I don't want to involve poor Glenn. And, no, no, and no. I know that, but that's what I'm but, saying. Yeah. If I, I, bail yeah. is your views on that. I mean, you know, people are going to mark their ballot the way they want to, but there's an awful lot to think about with that issue. Issue two. I was told to vote yes on that too. Issue two is essentially it would take the ability for a, a municipality to allow an undocumented citizen or an illegal alien, if an illegal uh, person, if you prefer that term, it would take away uh, municipalities' ability to allow them to vote. Now, the interesting thing about this is that there's only one municipality in Ohio that has tried to do this. That's Yellow Springs, Ohio, kind of down in the Dayton area. And they got into a battle with current Secretary of State Frank LaRose over whether or not they were allowed to do this. I think what has happened is, uh, like with a lot of issues, right, um, people and lawmakers in Ohio, Republican lawmakers in Ohio, See what coastal cities are trying to do in um, allowing undocumented citizens to vote. Right. And what Republicans are saying is, we do not want this anywhere near our state. We're not going to allow uh, a, a, a location like Yellow Springs to try to push this through. 
the argument on the other side is, of course, um, undocumented citizens pay, you know, sales tax. Uh, they're they're part of this society, and they should have a right to vote. But again, the current secretary Secretary of State Frank LaRose, a Republican, says this is one of the most fundamental rights of being a citizen. Exactly. Um, you know, legal the, citizen. The the emphasis, right? Putting the emphasis on the word uh, citizen. So. I think these are also two issues that are designed to either A, get out the Republican vote, or B, take advantage of what they are hoping is a large Republican turnout. And a couple of things, obviously, that Republican lawmakers in the state are are trying to get passed. And see, one thing, though, that I've noticed, especially this time around, which is bizarre, considering we've had like something five million illegals come to this country, is that the Hispanic vote actually seems to be leaning more to the right this time around because they seem to have more of the uh, right-leaning values than before. Not that they didn't have good values before, but I'm saying that they seem to have more of the right-leaning... Well, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but they seem to lean more that direction this time around than ever before, and so it's kind of interesting. But still, the, the key word is illegal, and if you're in here yeah, and, uh, illegally, then you, why do you get those rights? And I will say this about the, the comment you just made. An interesting trend nationwide has kind of been the rise of these Hispanic Republican candidates. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it a lot um, throughout the country where uh, what was once assumed a voting block for Democrats, we right. are getting – a, a crop of young Hispanic Republicans that are running for office, and that's been interesting to see. Yeah. So what other key local races are, are going on, like Cleveland-wise, yeah, well, county executives? I, I mean, I'm, yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm sure, as everybody knows, uh, the the race getting the most attention that is very close right now is, you know, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan. I think right. uh, we all know that. We've all... Uh, seen those commercials, and we know that uh, you know Tim Ryan is a longtime congressman from the Youngstown area, um, and they are uh, looking to replace the both of them are looking to replace the retiring Rob Portman at the seat that nationally Republicans need to keep. Speaking of the Senate race, I kind of want to frame this with the other statewide races. It remains uh, an interesting perspective that Sherrod Brown seems to be the only Democrat who can win statewide. And if you believe the polls, it looks like that's going to continue. It looks like Governor DeWine is going to win handily over Nan Whaley, despite the fact that Governor DeWine was unable to get 50 percent of the vote in his own primary. Um, So I think that's an interesting issue. Uh, And it appears that that Dave Yost, the attorney general, as I mentioned, Frank LaRose, the secretary of state, it it just looks like Republicans, again, are going to be able to sweep all the statewide offices. If you would have asked me two years ago about Governor DeWine winning, I I would have said not a chance in hell uh, because of the way that he handled COVID at the beginning. And I think a lot of he lost a lot of Republican voters. But I think that I've heard nothing from Nan Whaley at all. And I I think name recognition alone, Governor DeWine is going to continue on. And and I don't know if it's a situation like and and I know a lot of your uh, a lot of your listeners, Seth, and a lot of our Facebook friends are in that from from our our days with the Trib Show are in that camp. And I don't know if they're going to decide to hold their nose 
or I don't know if they have figured that, uh, you know, it's a lesser of two evils thing. But I think it's very interesting thinking about the Ohio Republican Party right now because of what I just mentioned. Governor DeWine was not able to get 50 percent of the vote in his own right. primary. And if that if he had only had one Republican opponent, let's say it was Jim Renacci, Mike DeWine might not be running right now. Uh, he might be out of uh, out of office after after this year if he only had one primary opponent. But the fact was he had two primary opponents. They split the vote. And Governor DeWine is the incumbent running against Nan Whaley. I even had a battle of my own with uh, Governor DeWine on the air right? because he kept saying, OK, you're going to wear the mask for four to six weeks, four to six weeks. And then I said, so when does this end? It's been four to six weeks. We shut everything down. We did everything that you told right. us to do. When is this stuff going to stop? And he kind of blew me off. And it, it, But it was a pretty good on-air battle for a little bit. And I had thought he had no shot of winning. And now it looks like he's going to win easily. So but we'll see what happens. Ohio, Ohio is still very, until proven otherwise, uh, Ohio is, is a, is a uh, red state. Some people might say that part of that is due to gerrymandering. Um, but again, I would say the only Democrat who has a proven ability to win statewide is Sherrod Brown. I find that very interesting. He always wins, though. That guy can do no wrong. and He does everything wrong, but he does, can do no wrong. But That's just my opinion. Sorry. Now we're back to those people that go in and just I just because I, of no because I've never liked name. Sherrod Brown. I, I never said it. anything about him being a Democrat. That's why I wouldn't vote for him. I said that I just don't like about, the man. I'm not talking about Sherrod. I'm talking about Governor Dewine. I, I guess that's true. I mean, I mean I, who are I the know Democrats? nothing about Nan Whaley. I know nothing. Literally nothing. I mean, if she walked in front of this camera today, I'd say, why is this woman standing in front of my camera? Who are the Democrats that Republicans should vote for this time? Well, I mean, considering the state of the country, I'm going to say none. But, again, we're not having Glenn on to talk about that. No. Uh, so which way do you see – how are the polls looking right now? In the, how about, count, the, how about the, the county? Hang on, how about the Ryan and Vance? What are the, before we get to the local oh, stuff, okay. uh, what are the polls looking like with Ryan and Vance currently? Well, it, it, it seems like it's too close to call. And any polling – I'll just bring up another race that I wanted to get to um, – when you look at Ryan and Vance or you look at uh, the, the race in the 13th congressional district between Amelia Sykes and Madison Jessiato Gilbert, any close race seems to be within the margin of error right now. So I think those are still considered toss-ups, although I'm starting to hear some rumblings that Madison Jessiato Gilbert might be pulling ahead a bit in that race. I think the interesting thing about that race is you could not have two candidates that are more opposite no um right. amelia sykes uh, was a state representative for a long time not only that uh, not that long because she's not that old but she's been a state representative for many years not only that she is a legacy democrat out of akron her father vernon sykes state senator a, a high-ranking state senator in the state of ohio politics is in her blood uh, and and that's just kind of you know what what she does and is very well known in akron madison jesse Otto gilbert uh, was uh, a, a newcomer, relatively, uh, uh, law school graduate from Ohio State, worked on the Trump campaign, has the Trump endorsement, um, and she represents an area of North Canton uh, that is pretty heavily conservative. That is also a, a newly drawn district, and for the first time in a while, uh, I believe it's uh, maybe the first time ever, Summit County will have uh, one uh, representative in, in Congress, uh, Summit in Stark County, I should say, 
uh, but that Summit County area, that Akron area, uh, will have one representative instead of things being, you know, split all over the place in that district. Uh, and Glenn, I'm going to, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, so I'm not going to ask you this question. I'm just going to say, I am going to root for Madison because she is ridiculously good looking. And I've met her in person, would, and she's would, even hotter in I person. Would, I, that should I'm be on the voting test. I'm not surprised that you yes. are a fan of hottie? Madison Jesse Atwell Gilbert. That does not surprise yeah. me. Yeah, I met her once because she was at a. Uh, I, I just happened to be there when at a when a Trump bus pulled up, and she came out of the bus, and I mean it wasn't like Trump was there. It was just a, a, a at a campaign place in, in Independence, and man. Yeah, she was a, I'm a fan of uh, Madison. Apparently she was a fan of mine, knew who I was, so I was happy about that also. I am voting for Madison, strictly on hotness. For once, I'm going to say I, I'm throwing everything out the window. I have no idea what she stands for other than she's hot. I'm voting for that. Now, is she, are you in the 13th? No, no, but I'm, sure still, no, I'm voting for it anyways. I'm absolutely, I'm going to go down the polls. I'm going to sneak in there, show my license. Everybody else does it. Why can't I? And I'm going to uh, vote for Madison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, n- moving on. Sorry. <laughs> it's quite all right. I have to throw you're it in there, help, right? You're not helping me here, Seth. I apologize. I apologize, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Forbes, WKSU supervising producer. No opinions on anything. We're strictly talking politics. So, yeah. sorry. Right. <laughs> all right, well, local issues, other, other local races. You're talking about county executive. Yeah, um, Chris Ronane uh, is the Democrat, Lee Weingart, the Republican, Armin Budish uh, stepping aside, um, another longtime, uh, you know, county executive, uh, the first county executive, right? We know a little bit about that Jimmy DeMora case with the commissioners. We bit. don't have commissioners in Cuyahoga County anymore, of course. Yeah. Uh, we have the county executive model. And uh, this, I mean, I think Lee Weingart has run a, a good campaign. He's gotten his name out there. Uh, but, of course, looking at the demographics and the way Cuyahoga County uh, usually votes, uh, you would think it would be for Chris Ronane. Uh, the Dem- it would certainly favor the Democrat. Uh, just, again, looking at the demographics, he's also a former, I believe the title is CEO of University Circle. He kind of you know, ran that uh, area there and has decided that uh, he would like to run for county executive. The big issue there, guys, is what to do with this county jail uh, this is an absolute conundrum for the county. Uh, you've got a, a panel, uh, a steering committee uh, of people on the jail that they can't even decide whether they want a new jail or to renovate the old jail. And they also are, can't decide how much it's going to cost. Apparently, it was going to be $500 million. Now it's up to $750 million for a new jail and rising. Uh, the big issue facing whoever the next county executive is is going to be what to do uh, with that county jail amid all the other uh, big decisions they have to make. Well, one thing people should think about is that engine, which is the court system uh, and the jail attached to it, brings 20,000 people a day from all over the county into downtown Cleveland. If they move that facility miles and miles and miles away from downtown Cleveland, oh, you're going to be able to hear crickets. That's an interesting point because that is uh, certainly one of the economic engines that that helps uh, the downtown area. Um, Now, they can't even, also kind of indicated by my last statement, they can't even decide where they would put them. Yeah, you're Uh, right. They're 
their environmental concerns uh, with each site they looked at. They, they considered putting it, I believe, in Slavic Village by a Boys and Girls Club. That was quickly, uh, you know, denounced uh, by the residents of that area. area. You know, that's the other thing, Mike. Yeah, and who well wants know, a jail next to them? Who, right. Who wants, exactly. Who wants a jail in their neighborhood? And, and that's, the, that's another tough sell. I yep. see. I wouldn't mind. I watch all those shows like Lock Up and stuff. I'd be excited to live next to a jail. Right. So I every mean, time the bus pulls in, you could open up your window and clap. Especially like women's jails. Like, have you ever oh seen that God. Seinfeld episode where you know, George no. dates like a convict? No. That's like my dream marriage right there. You get to say hi for a couple hours, and maybe a little conjugal, back. and then she goes back to you know whatever she's doing. Sorry, Glenn. I'm sorry. That's like that's like a George. That's like Seinfeld. That's, that's like a, a yeah, George. Yeah. Episode. That's a Seinfeld episode. Exactly. I yes, yeah. I just watched it the other day. The other thing you got to pay attention. <laughs> sorry, Glenn. I didn't mean to say all that. In Cuyahoga County, no. too, is not the, just the neighborhoods and not just the location, and certainly not whether or not you know anybody within miles ate lead paint, but who owns the property that's being considered to build on. You know, it, we still don't know where all the money goes from the $100 a Look, day parking for a Browns game, but that's another and story. And I, I understand, you know, moving to jail out of downtown Cleveland could hurt you know, economically, but uh, when you're taking all those people that work down there, I, I get that. But at the same time, you're talking about a, a mayor who sticks a, a fake park inside of a mall. I mean, we, we need more than just yeah. that down there. We need a, a revitalization of the entire town. And I don't know if a new county executive can do anything. No, probably not. But uh, we need some new blood in there. I mean, Armin Budish was a nice guy. I talked to him numerous times. He seemed like a very nice guy. But getting rid of plastic bags for the, the county isn't what we need right now. We need something bigger than that. And so I'm hoping that whoever it is can, can make a change for uh, you know, the, the county itself. So is there any other races we need to be looking at? Well, we covered the statewide stuff. We talked a little bit about the 13th Congressional District, which we also believe is going to be a close race. You know, we talked about the effect that uh, Vance and Ryan could have on on the country. I put it right up there with the uh, Fetterman versus Oz race in Pennsylvania, Warnock versus Herschel Walker in Georgia. You know, those are big races when you look at the when you look at the um, control of the Senate from a nationwide perspective. Other things in Ohio. I, I think Marcy Kaptur, uh, the longtime congresswoman out of the Toledo area, and this is another district that is, of course, has been redrawn. redrawn. It doesn't uh, flow into Dennis Kucinich's old district the way that it did before, but it still, you know, uh, it butts up against Lorain County. It looks like she has control of this race, we, we believe at least, over J.R. Majewski, who had some questions about his military service that, that really kind of stalled his campaign. Uh, but that could still be somewhat close. Uh, I think the other race to watch, it looks like Max Miller, who also worked on the Trump campaign, it looks like he will be taking over in the in the 7th district. I like Max. Um, Max he, is a good dude. I met Max a few times, and he seems like a genuine guy. And I uh, talked to him you know, off mic and had some good conversations with the guy. I, I, I'm willing, you know, me. I'll tell you who I don't like, and if I don't like somebody, I'll let it be known, Republican or not. But Max Miller seemed, seemed like a good guy to me. Glenn, I have a question. I mean, we've heard from a couple sure. different counties about um, voter enthusiasm and early voting and a lot of people turning out. Um, have you seen the same kind of energy in Cuyahoga County? You know, the, they came out with early voting numbers, I believe, on Friday from Cuyahoga County. There is a slight increase from the last midterm four years ago. 
Uh, there appears to be a slight uh, increase uh, in early voting. I think you see a lot of the, 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 you know, the yard signs. It's hard to judge voter enthusiasm sometimes, but I can say that according to numbers from Cuyahoga County, there is at least a slight increase uh, in early voting from, from the last midterm election. Somebody said on the Wolf Creek message line, uh, Wolf Creek media message line, too bad Trafficant is no longer with us. I'll tell you what, working with Triv, uh, Trafficant was one of those guys. He was a Democrat, right? And he was amazing. He could talk, and he was a nice guy. One of my favorite pictures ever has Jim Trafficant with his arm around me at Triv's restaurant in Strongsville. And he was just a super cool guy. And he was also killed by the government. But that's a different story altogether. But Trafficant, yeah, a lot of people... And I think the interesting thing about this election cycle, particularly with Tim Ryan and Marcy Kaptur, they came out with ads against Joe Biden. They came out with ads <laughs> against the president from their party. Yeah. And Nancy, I heard Nancy Pelosi say this a couple of weeks ago. If they need to go after Biden, if they need to go after me, so be it. Just win. We'll continue to support them. That's an that's the opposite strategy from somebody like Donald Trump, who Donald Trump, if if, if you don't think flattering things about Donald Trump, you know, he's ready to pull his support. Um, so that's an interesting, uh, yeah. I guess I would say that's a difference in approach to, to leadership but, there. But, yeah, both Tim Ryan and Marcy Kaptur came out with essentially what I would call attack ads against President Biden. But, but now, see, what look, I'm Vance not going to – what? What J.D. Vance said many times in the debate, uh, these had, these two had three debates uh, or forums, if you will. And what J.D. Vance said, listen, Tim Ryan talks tough, but he votes with Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi 100 percent of the time. Tim Ryan also ran against Nancy Pelosi for Speaker of the House. Obviously, he didn't win that race uh, for for Speaker of the House on the Democrat side. But he is looking to attract that middle of the road Ohioan. Basically, Tim Ryan knows that he needs that voter to vote for him if he has a chance at this election. He's from Mahoning Valley. I mean, you know, he gets it. But what J.D. Vance is trying to point out is when it comes time to vote, you vote in lockstep with Democrats. It'll be interesting to see how the voters, you know, parse through that. And we did get a message, uh, Wolf Creek Media message line saying that's a snake approach by Pelosi. Now, I'm like, I'm not putting you on the spot here at all, but I've been watching, you know, races all over the country. And it seems to be a general theme is that when these candidates are asked if they would want Biden to run again. Most of them either don't answer or, or say they no. say no, because the yeah. best thing they can do right now is distance themselves from what's going on. And so I don't think that's right. an unusual tactic that Tim Ryan it's or, or is doing. It's a desperate attack because they, they don't, don't want to be, they don't want to be attached to what's going on. Well, they don't, they're floundering without any better message craft too. That, I mean, if there had been a consistent or a stronger, or if any of the stuff had been touted differently, uh, may not be in this position at all. But I, I said at the top of the show when you asked, we've been horrible at message crafts since 72. Glenn, I'm not going to you know keep you on much longer here, and I'm not going to even ask you to respond to this. Um, okay, here we go again. Here we go with another. <laughs> I'm not going to ask this question. I, I'm going to say Tim Ryan in charge of the Youngstown area, correct, for many years? 
Well, I, I, not in charge. I mean, he but he, he represented, represented the Youngstown, Youngstown area yeah. in the U.S. Congress. The yeah. best thing that Youngstown had in back in the day were all the massage parlors. Whoever cleaned that stuff oh, up doesn't sake. need to be in charge of anything in this town. And I'm going to run them out personally if I have to. That's just me. Now, do you want that hottie you that you're going to vote for to go to uh, Youngstown <laughs> and open up some Absolutely. new ones? Come on, great, get out there, Seth, great. Let, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How do you compromise that stance with your stance of being tough on crime? <laughs> I believe that prostitution should be legal, and it's the oldest profession in the book. And as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, I think we're okay with that. Just my stance for now. Okay, but it's not on the ballot tomorrow, so don't worry about it. Anything, anything being out ahead, of that, anything um, from being all the all the miles, all the coverage, all the interviews, et cetera, et cetera. Anything different or unusual, or you got a good story about you know rags to riches, or sorry, Glenn, things turning around. I mean, but uh, I mean something personal that you enjoyed about covering all the stuff you've covered this season. You know, I wouldn't say any rags to riches stuff. I think the exciting thing about what's happening at WKSU is, is you know, we've, we've, um, you know, we've absorbed WKSU, if you will. So we have a, a much greater reach. Um, one of the interesting stories out of Akron is this issue 10, uh, which would put uh, control. It would institute a civilian police review board, yes. but it would give, it would give that it would give the, the civilians, if you will, it would give more control of that board to the board itself. Whereas uh, Mayor Horgan, Mayor Dan Horgan's proposal gives more control of the civilian police review board to the mayor. So the arguments, both sides of this issue 10 believe that there should be a civilian police review board. And of course, a lot of that is in response to the shooting of Jalen Walker uh, the, the fatal shooting of Jalen Walker by Akron police this summer. So both sides agree there should be a civilian police review board. The discrepancy is over who should have the po uh, power to you know, appoint members of this board, to hire and yeah. fire the police yeah. monitor. Should it be in control of the mayor or should it be codified in the city's charter, uh, which will ultimately make it harder to change from mayor to mayor? So that's an interesting race. Uh, that we're watching. We're just covering a lot more ground uh, at WKSU, a 22-county uh, air a listening area, a lot of repeaters, um, you know, throughout whether it be in Joga County or down by Worcester or Norwalk. Um, so it's been it's been great to kind of try to take all of this uh, stuff in. And uh, oh, you know what I should mention that I didn't was the Ohio Supreme Court race. Interestingly enough, yes. uh, this is this is going to be the first race. Uh, for the Ohio Supreme Court, that is a partisan race. You will see an R or a D uh, by the justices' names. One is Governor DeWine's son, Pat DeWine. Uh, the interesting race is for chief justice between the Republican Sharon Kennedy and the Democrat Jennifer Bruner. And the reason why this is more important than, than usual, not that it wasn't ever important, it's always important when you talk about the highest uh, court in the state, uh, but because of this redistricting issue, uh, how will a, a new court, if you will, uh, decide this redistricting issue uh, down the line? So so the Supreme Court race taking on a little more importance this year. And the last thing, for those of you who love your parks, uh, the Metro Parks, uh, Cleveland Metro Parks on the ballot, uh, I believe that is 
issue five, if I'm correct. If I double check me on all this stuff, we've got a great voter guide on uh, ideastream.org, WKSU.org. You know, check out all of our stuff. We really appreciate it. What's your coverage look like for tomorrow? Tomorrow night, uh, we will be on the air from, well, we're always kind of on the air, but we'll be on the air with special election coverage, 8 p.m. to midnight. I encourage uh, your listeners who, and I know there are probably a lot of them who are shaking their heads uh, at the possibility of turning on an NPR station. Uh, I get it. Uh, but I would say that uh, the NPR coverage of special election uh, will be uh, pretty much down the middle. They're going to have a lot of uh, analysis um, looking at these, uh, the, the control of the Senate, the control of Congress. What happens on the local side is we get uh, about 15 minutes per hour in what we call cutaways at 15, 35, and 55 to talk about these local races. So we're going to have on uh, Tom Sutton, who's a, a professor and the director of the Civics Research Institute at Baldwin-Wallace. Uh, a lot of other academic types will help serve as our analysts. We've got reporters uh, out at uh, the for the uh, Sykes and Jesse Otto Gilbert race. Our state house team, uh, headed by Karen Kastler, that's a name that might be Love. familiar to yes. some of your listeners. She is our uh, the chief of our state house news bureau. Uh, her and her colleagues will be covering all the statewide races. Um, we'll have our reporter Anna Huntsman, a very talented Akron reporter, uh, will be uh, on issue ten and partially on the Sykes uh, Gilbert race. So they'll be checking in throughout the day. County executive will have people there as well, and of course school levies. We have an education reporter here who's going to kind of do a roundup of school levies. I know, uh, you know, Parma is trying to pass a school levy, Rocky River. Uh, some of these uh, bigger areas. So eight to eight to midnight tomorrow, at least eight to midnight tomorrow. Uh, NPR coverage, but we'll have about 15 minutes of local coverage uh, every hour. Very few uh, commercials. We call them underwriting here. Right. Uh, very few underwriters tomorrow. So if you're looking for uh, extensive coverage, both national and local. Uh, give WKSU a chance. Uh, Eighty-nine point seven. Yeah. I, what was that? What's the numbers again? 89 point for most of you it'll be 89.7 wksu could also be 104.9 and if you're in one of those repeater areas it should be right around uh, 89.7 as well but give us give npr a chance all of our uh, local people have been covering ohio politics for nearly 20 years uh, so we can give you some great uh, local perspective and when you're uh, clicking around or uh, you're checking the checking things out online uh, either 89.7 or 104.9 on the dial, and, of course, online, ideastream.org. Well, I know for a fact that uh, you know, I know other stations in town, and I know you will have the best coverage, no doubt. I'm looking forward to the coverage. Uh, one last real quick, if I get a thumbs up on two quick points, Glenn. The judicial offices are often put at the bottom of the ballot. If you're going to take the time and go vote, Vote the entire ballot because more people will end up in front of a judge than ever get to shake the hand of the president huh. or a senator. So pay attention That's to who's good. on the bench. That's a good point. And yep. number two, the Metro Parks. Man, we're blessed here in Northeast Ohio. Everything they've touched, whether it's an old golf course or a park, once they take control, it seems that things get turned around, cleaned up. And I think that's something that all of Northeast Ohio can be proud of is our metro parks. 
I, I think that that's an interesting point. One thing city leaders point to, city of Cleveland leaders, when you talk about, you know, who should run the west side market, right? The, the example of what the Metro Parks does always comes up. So I think you're right. It's there, in terms of from an operational standpoint, the Metro Parks are very well thought of, um, you know, in, in the area. Yeah. And the decision will come down to, you know, do you want to support them with, with tax dollars or not? Well, Glenn, I appreciate you calling in. Supervising producer at WKSU. Looking forward to the coverage tomorrow night. I know I will be listening to you guys. Always great to nobody talk else. with you. And um, I pre- I'm sorry if I put you on the spot with anything, but I think it was okay, all right. I, I, hope, I hope you didn't get me in any trouble. If I'm never on the show again, I think you'll know. Oh, why. come on. I didn't oh. ask you anything. And I, you know, I said, you know, my opinions are my opinions. As I didn't, and stupid I, as and they I, may be. Yes, and I I am here to give analysis and you did, and yeah, you did information and, and, and not opinion. I am not paid to give my opinion anymore. I have said that for the last almost five years. <laughs> yeah. Top shelf, dude. Well, thank you so much, Glenn. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon, all right, bud? Thanks, Glenn. And get thank some you sleep. Good get talking some, with both of you. Get some too. sleep on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. I will. Thanks, See ya. Man. All right. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we're going to talk to Ken, who's a – Republican is going to get he's on hold. He's going to give us his uh, rundown on things. Also, we got Charlie Kalani coming on. He's going to be an observer at the polls tomorrow. And also, we will talk to Mario Innocenti, who I just got a couple of pictures from, uh, who happens to be tonight at a Trump rally. So we're going to check in with him and get uh, the insights, what's going on there, and talk to him and see what's happening. Yes, we are on election eve. And if you got any calls, uh, please give us one, 235-5249, 216-435-5249, and then hit 713 when it picks up. Uh, we will be right back. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service, handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, data migration, You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows reinstall or you're interested in the latest in computers or gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. Aaron T. and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you design and build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One Stop means you get the complete package from one location, custom logo designs, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron T. and Signs, 4883 Turney Road, 216-299-9344. All right back here, the Seth Williams Show with Mike Chisaka, live on Facebook and YouTube. Rumble and the SethWilliamsShow.com. The SethWilliamsShow.com. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you know how to do so. 216 435 5249. Hit 713 when it picks up. It's election eve. We're talking all things politics. Try not to get too heated or start throwing punches. Uh, we'll let you do that. It's polls tomorrow. No, no throwing punches. No, just make a difference. Make sure you're out there voting. Um, I know that I have doctors tomorrow, and in between there, my wife and I are going to hit the polls. Great. So we're looking forward to that. Let's go to Ken. Ken, how you doing, man? Good, Seth. How are you? Good. You're in the air. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. In the air. I appreciate the time. Um, 
over the past several weeks, I've uh, been involved at the polls. I've been doing some campaigning, and uh, I appreciate you giving me some time that I wanted to just share some some observations and concerns of what's going on in this country. I'm, I'm basically a concerned citizen. I support our Constitution. But what's going on is beyond politics. We've lost our global leadership, our freedoms, our safety, our financial and military security, our culture, our work ethics, morality, and are heading to a point that will be irreversible unless we rise up tomorrow and make a change. Um, kind of, I've, I've stepped back and said, well, how do we get to this situation? I've got 10 points. Number one, there's a fraudulent election in 2020. Uh, I urge everybody to, to see the movie 2000 Mules. This is not conspiracy. This is geolocating cell phones with cameras. There were over 700,000 illegal ballots put into drop boxes between midnight and 6 a.m. and those individuals wearing gloves. But this was never covered by the mainstream media. And to make a point, Georgia was won by 15,000 points. So the 700,000 were in the five swing states. That's how many. Second, the Dems own the House and the Senate, and there's been more executive orders than in recent history by Biden. On top of that, we have incredibly incompetent appointees in the Biden administration that have no experience in the roles they were given, very similar to an oligarch. They're extremely unified in their goal of control and to focus on the Great Reset. Fourth, Democrats outfund Republicans by a factor of 2x plus. The Soros's, Gates, Zuckerbergs, the tech titans are the wealthiest people and corporations in the world. Plus, they own the Internet, social media platforms, bias and restrict conservative voices. They deflect facts and have the media supporting their lies and their control goals. Six, Biden is the perfect puppet. He is dirty, has been for 50 years. Unless he complies, his entire family could have been prosecuted. Seven, big money, payoffs. China is an example. Eight, a non-unified GOP, lots of rhinos. Nine, an unengaged voter base thinking their vote is not important. And 10, their platform is Roe versus Wade in January 6th versus, versus the atrocities that this administration has caused. So you put that all together and we've got a real problem. Uh, the Biden administration is basically Obama's third term and simply Marxism and using Saul Alinsky's 13 rules of radicalization playbook. And they're very sophisticated in their strategy. Simply stated, project accuse conservatives of what they are actually doing second lie make false statements third refute deny any truths and then repeat all with the support of mainstream media i'm going to go through seven facts there's many more the terrible things that have happened well, at least you're taking up some time yeah. on the show so that's good go ahead there are seven facts these are not conspiracies of terrible actions that have happened over the past 20 months. Number one, impact of a failed pullout of Afghanistan. 13 U.S. military and hundreds and hundreds of Afghanistan civilians 
and military have been extinguished, but that's not covered on mainstream media. It's been a humanitarian catastrophe. We've left over 60 billion worth of military armaments for the Taliban, and we lost the intimidation and respect of our enemies. It basically was a green light for Putin in Ukraine. And let me tell you, Taiwan is next, where 65% of the world's semiconductors come from. Second, inflation. Biden inherited 1.4%. Today, they say it's 8.2, 8.5, but it's actually much larger since oil, homes, and other goods are not in that stat. You know, airfare is up 42%, utilities 33%, food 30%, health insurance 28%, electricity 16%. The highest in 50 years due to the overspending vote buying of our government. Inflation is only caused by government. And they have lied and tried to even redefine what a recession is. We are in it and it's going to get worse. Thus, dramatic increase in interest rates. Too little, too late. They keep spending. It'll be over four trillion. And the latest with the student loan forgiveness will exceed one trillion. Again, vote buying. The Inflation Reduction Act was simply a scam. Where do eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents have to do with lowering inflation? And I'll guarantee it'll be focused on conservatives. Defunding the police. We're in a lawless society crime up anywhere from 25 to 62% in democratic-led cities. Criminals' rights are emphasized more than victims. Cashless bail. 23% of all liberal DAs and judges were funded by Soros. That's a fact. Police officers' deaths up from 185 annually in 2019 to were over 600 in 2022. BLM, BLM raised over $100 million. It's a paid-for rioting organization that never did one thing for the African-American family. Antifa, a rioting organization which caused billions in damages and over 50 deaths. Current Dem candidates want to release criminals and have cashless bail. Police have lost their legal protections and are open to being sued by criminals. Third or fourth. Shutting down our energy independence. Well, everything costs more from 10 to 50%, and it's going to get worse. Our country is pleading with murderous regimes for oil. We are militarily vulnerable. We could have shut down Putin by providing oil and natural gas to European countries. And the electric vehicle, Green New Deal, it's a fallacy. We cannot support the grid. It's ridiculous. And China owns all the rare earth materials needed cobalt, lithium, graphite, and so on. Five, the woke ideology. Created the cancel culture. Very aggressive bullying. Masking and closing our schools have set us back 23% in childhood development. We're back to 2008 performances. Our youth are being indoctrinated to Marxist principles in all grades. 80% of all teachers are Democrats. Children are being coached to identify their genders and offered mutilation surgery. Teachers and unions say they have control over our children versus parents. And concerned parents are being prosecuted by government agencies and called domestic terrorists. 
Biological males are competing with girls and have access to bathrooms and showers. Our military leaders are more concerned with gender identification and equality than defending our country from the barbarians at the gate, and they are circling. Lockdowns and stimulus checks destroyed our work ethic and pushing people to say, hell with it, I'll take the government handout. It has a huge cost. They own you. The open border. 4.2 million trafficked illegals to date. The cartel owns the border. And every day, 300 people between the ages of 18 and 39 die of fentanyl overdoses. So the plan is to cause conflict, slamming the, fanning the flames of racism that never existed. It's a key part of Marxism, cause disruption, have the public in conflict. We need, all, we need to all vote and get these truly evil, corrupt, incompetent, and complicit politicians out. They do not care about the American public, just power and control, right in front of our face, with no concern of prosecution. There's not one policy that this administration has put in place that is good for America. What we have to do tomorrow is invoke the entire Republican ticket and not be complacent. God bless America. Ken? Thank you for the time. I appreciate the call, and I will say this, and I have one thing to say to most of your phone call. Just my opinion, and you know, I, I think that was a hell of a call. I, I know that you were writing things down that you disagree with, and I mean, you can feel free to say what you want, but what I heard... I'd say most of it was pretty spot on, in my opinion. I mean, I'm reading some of the comments here on the Wolf Creek Media message line. Not sure who this is, but he's spot on. Maybe this guy should run for governor. Amen to all of his points. Um, I mean, he took a lot of time and did a lot of research. I mean, what I saw you writing stuff down, so you were obviously upset about some of the things that he was saying. It's not a matter of being upset. I mean, what, and if I get. 10 minutes i'll be ready next week well i'm saying i mean what was wrong what was inaccurate if you if you i mean well, if you think something one by one by one by one uh one by one by a, one so i mean you apparently think his entire call was inaccurate a lot of it most Na of it name something at the top of your list well who coddled uh north korea uh, Donald Trump created a relationship, and I talked to somebody earlier today who said that they were at the same building where that happened, and to know the kind of relationship that that took, the kind of balls that it took to kind of do that, is beyond anything that any other president has ever done. And I talked to somebody who's been there and uh, knows the tension between the two countries. A, a soldier. The 80, th one of the most twisted things is 80,000 IRS agents. All is that doing true or not? Yeah, they're they are hiring eighty thousand to replace over ten years the eighty thousand that will retire. What do we need it, them for right now? What what do we need eighty thousand more 80, IRS? No, agents? it's not more. It's not a single additional agent. That's the thing I don't like when you call a lie a fact. Ten minutes for next week. You had two years, Mike, to prepare for this call. No, not at all. I mean, that's it's what's it's been going on. Been I went to a store yesterday and. My options for the bathroom were all gender bathrooms. 
That is not what this country is I based don't on. Children should not be mutilated at five years old to become something that they're not. Agreed. I mean, all the things that he ran down, I couldn't find. BLM is what it is. There were riots in the streets. Antifa, there were riots in the streets. Why? Because of the racism that didn't no, exist? There wasn't. Should, there should not have been riots. And people should not have been left out of jail who burned cars and police buildings. They shouldn't be let out of jail for that. That's not a peaceful protest. That's not your right to protest in the street. You know what you did on January 6th? There are people still rotting in prisons because that's what you said was a riot. And there are people that burned down buildings that spent a day in jail. And that is crap, and you know it. We got to go back to the phones. Yeah. Uh, you're in the air. Oh, you hung up. <laughs> but you know that. You know that that's true. What, those were riots in our streets where people were getting hurt, killed, buildings burned, police cars overturned. And no, that's not a, a protest. You have a right in this country to protest. I you do, but not hurt that. things. You don't. Well, you don't you have know, that. And that Detroit, guy was pointing out things Cleveland, that were... Cleveland, Los Angeles. Very true. All that was was a race and a class of people saying enough is enough. Enough is enough to, to go out there and hurt people. That's that, that, <laughs> Enough is enough? If, if somebody has enough is enough of our commentary, are they allowed to stand outside this building and hurt us? No. No, of That's not the way not. it works in this country. I get that. It's something to aspire to, but you, when things are that okay, out I mean, of hand... It, there's nothing out of hand. It was the, out of I hand was the riots. Like, the riots no, were out of hand. What I don't like is assuming that because I disagree with 90% of what he said, I'm defending the other side that doesn't. It's not red and blue because to be called un-American, unpatriotic, and forgive me for the one thing that I would get pissed off at is not spiritual or Christian is one thing. It's that we're both both sides not you and me personally because we've crossed that bridge a long time ago and we know what's but that one side's got the answer one side's right the other we're both puppets of the big money he talked about well george soros funds that he does That's true he's the number one guy in the list but and zuckerberg the and those kind 10, of guys pr promote uh, control the media seven of the top ten and control the social media are ours I mean, thank God that Elon Musk has Twitter now. I'm anxious to see what actually happens when both sides, that, like you said, have you. a right to say what they want to say. I, because before that and, happened, they we're didn't. we're not there yet. And Zuckerberg so, withheld information. So did the FBI when it came to Hunter Biden. We and everything shouldn't else. be yelling. Social media and big yeah. tech do control a lot of things. Hey, thank you. I've said how many times on this show, I believe in the Second Amendment. Do this country a favor. Shoot your phone. We're getting a lot of messages on the... Uh, Wolf Creek Media message line. Uh, enough was enough so people needed to st steal 50 purses. That's what they did. I mean, they broke into Nike stores. Yeah, they they stole riots jewelry. It, it, those, those are riots that were happening. Okay. Because enough is enough. If enough is enough and I can go steal some stuff, that'd be great. No. I would love to break into a, it's a, not that, a Seth, burger place tonight and, 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 and take some stuff. You don't. But those are the kind of things that, that happen. Those right. are real things. Right. And that people didn't get eight punished for. Kneeling on somebody's and that neck. guy's getting punished for what he did. Okay. The people that did those riots are not getting punished and for no what one they else did. Is, and you're going to stand up for them. I mean, I'm how, not standing you said, up for them. You said enough was enough. No, I'm not making an excuse for them. Sounds I'm like saying it. that that's why things like that happen. And somebody texted in, we on the right have had enough of not standing up. I mean, we need to stand up at some point. I completely agree. It's together. not just one side it's here in this country. Yeah. And there's it's one side the that seems to be part. running it.
at this point. And, and I think not. that that's in two years. Look at what's happened in two years. He erased everything that Trump did that was working in his country. If Biden came in and literally did nothing, sat back and just did nothing, was president and said, look, I won. I okay. beat him. I beat Orange Man and literally did nothing. This country would be a better place than it is today. No, it wouldn't he because there would still be anything. the percentage of people that we wouldn't have five million illegal people coming across this country, coming the across the border. Wasn't stolen. I, I didn't say that the election I know was stolen. You didn't, and I'm not I talking said about that you he, personally. That jackass did nothing other than say I won. Deal with it. No, I because you still had guy. the election today. If he didn't he say a word, if he was president and did nothing, but he came in and erased everything that was good in this country, and has let millions of illegals over, and has destroyed and inflation is through the roof. He did it all. Policy did it. His policies have okay. changed the country for the worse. As somebody said, let's call it a night shopping. See, and when you make fun and resort to that kind well, of stuff, uh, that doesn't help. Okay. It doesn't help. They're laughing as they're going into the store stealing stuff. That, what are we supposed to do? You know, Triv and I joked all the time, if that's the case, I need my shopping list filled out. I got to go shopping myself. Christmas is on the way. I could use a couple extra things. We're still waiting for Mario to call in and for Charlie yeah, Klein to get here. To, to show up, but that's so, okay. I think he said he was on his way, so hopefully Charlie will be here shortly. He's going to be observing the polls tomorrow. And uh, is, with regard to 200 mules. Oh, he's here? All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll get uh, Charlie Kalani cool. we'll on. Charlie he's going to be observing the polls tomorrow. And we'll hear from Mario Innocenzi, who's going to be uh, live at a Trump rally in just a few. We'll be right back. Okay. Liquid Lifestyles offers premier swim lessons for kids, babies, competitive swimmers, adults, and triathletes. If a picture's worth a thousand words, go to liquidlifestyles.com and take a look at that picture. It's the first commercially approved shipping container swim school in the country. 975 Bassett Road, Sweet D in Westlake. Call 440-517-SWIM. 440-517-7946. If I could dig down deep in my heart, feelings would flood on the page. Would it satisfy you? Would it slide on by you? Would you think the boy's insane? He's insane. I said, I know it's smoke and rock and roll, but I like it. I said, I know it's smoke and rock and roll, but I like it, like it, yes, I do. Award-winning flavor that melts in your mouth. Cater your next event. Smoke and rock and roll, 605 Clegg in Bay Village, 216-539-2239. All right, back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jasoka. Things getting heated. People are saying 10 minutes is not enough for you to unpack everything that that guy said. But what? Yeah, you know, it's all he had. Take the 10 and we'll have the you know, response next week. Yeah. Um, Charlie Kalani joins us. Uh, Charlie's I Auto Repair in Lakewood. Um, Charlie, the sponsor of the phone lines here. Charlie's Auto Repair phone lines. Uh, fantastic. We appreciate you coming down today. You're an observer for the polls tomorrow. Yep. Uh, you don't have to say where you're going to be or what. But what does that actually entail? So remember, an observer is a volunteer position. It's not working the polls where, you know, the people that work the polls and they do the ballots, stuff like that, they actually get paid to do that. The poll observer is a voluntary position from... Pull that mic up to you. Pull the mic up. All right. Sorry. I thought it was too close. Uh, poll observer is a voluntary position for one party or another. 
So you're actually appointed by the party, the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, to go and observe. And what your job to do is make sure there's no funny business going on. So those people, remember in 2020, Pennsylvania, they forced everybody out of the room. They wouldn't let them watch them count the votes because of a water leak that ended up turning out to be a toilet that was running. Yeah. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. Not with vote counting, but uh, I'll be at a, a polling place. And, you know, it, basically it's just if there's any shenanigans going on, my job is to write it down and then report it. Now, you, is that what you're doing too, Mike? No, I'm working the polls. So you're actually, are you part of the counting of the votes? or No. What? Oh, so I don't know what you do. Nobody that works the polling location counts the votes. I don't know what they, you do. So. Well, I'll tell you. You check somebody in, you give them their ballot, you put the ballot into the counting machine. You seal all that stuff and take it to the uh, County Board of Elections, and that's where it's counted. Oh, okay. So, so I didn't, okay. So, was that me? Sorry. No, that's me. Oh, okay. Um, but so tomorrow you're going to be observing, making sure there's no funny stuff right. going on. So, so, you know, if they, if they run out of ballots, if they're for some reason that, like uh, in the primary, we had that problem. They used the electronic books. Yeah. And one of the polling places was actually turning people away. And what they're supposed to do is break out the hard copies and right. run people through. So things things like that. Um, you know, if people are trying to campaign within inside the polling place or within 100 feet of the entrance. I don't think Mike agrees, but there were some funny things that seemed to have happened in the last election. And 20... 2020. 20. Yes. And, but I mean, you, so you disagree that there was nothing funny that happened or nothing major enough that happened to sway the election? Or what, what's your contention? Well, um, 60. Not an argument here. I'm just talking, No, no, yes. no. I completely understand. I think the contention is that there was a lot of funny things happened, but in Mike's point of view, is that nothing there wasn't was done. Anything at the level of what it's been talked about happening. Because I, I remember just I mean, seeing... For example, those things that were supposedly ballots under the table were just luggage. It was not different or new. What, I, what I'm saying is, after working the polls, is if there's one thing this country can be proud of, it's the integrity of what our... You can't go to the bathroom without bringing somebody from the other party with you, almost. Uh, seriously. So from checking people in to counting... To doing all that kind of stuff and then handing it over to the county, the millions of people who volunteer or get paid a little bit to work the elections nationwide, nobody there complained. Sixty well, I think court they did cases. Complain. Well, no, sixty court complain, cases. Everything was thrown out. None of the cases were certified, and they were all thrown out of court because there wasn't any hard evidence in any of the lawsuits. So this whole thing about the election being stolen, plus my suspicion started with the first call about election fraud was in April. Well, you know, if I lose, it's going to only be because of fraud. You don't plant that seed. Biden said the purpose. same thing. Biden said the same exact thing. Biden said it two Doesn't years ago right. that these midterms were going to be rigged. I mean, he said that. Right. He I came mean, out and said that these... That's going to be two wrongs fixed. don't make a right. No, but I mean, we can't pick and choose who's going to be right and who's wrong. I completely. I mean, if you're going to say yeah. that Donald Trump is wrong, so is Biden. Biden's I'm not wrong worried about Trump said. or Biden. I'm worried about the people that follow. And I'm also concerned about the fact that there were polling places that were shut down in the middle of the night for no apparent reason 
the last time around. Polling places get shut down as soon the as the ballots night. go to the county. I mean, but they hadn't. But the, the county, county hadn't even stopped. Always. The county hadn't even stopped. The county was stopped. Not the polling was places stopped. were shut down. In the middle of the night. Right. And then when he was in the lead, then we wake up the next morning, and all of a sudden it was a blowout, and he didn't win. Right. But, but again, I'm not really no. concerned about that. I'm concerned about That's this time around. Business, but yeah, but here's the here's question Who I Who do you report though. to? You ask legitimate so questions. There's a, hey, there's, hey. A team, there's a team of attorneys yeah. that are at a call center, and then <clears throat> I have a hotline for the call center. Uh, All well and good. But and before, I think that you know, there's nothing wrong with observing, and there is certainly nothing well, no. wrong with that. I mean, it's, before we get to more questions for Charlie, I, I got to take this call. Mario. Well, oh, cool. All right. My barber, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario, how you doing, Mario? Hey, guys, I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. First, I want to say on behalf of both of us, we're Please. very sorry. Actually, all three of us, we're very sorry about your loss and your family. And um, Well, sorry. I thank you very much. When I was a young boy and mom and stepdad got divorced, we went to Kentucky and ended up living with some family. And the gentleman that raised me for a good part of my childhood uh, passed away. So I had to go to Kentucky for a few months. Yeah. Well, I'm so, but thank you very much. Totally sorry about that. And best to all your family. Um, thank you for and my. On the way, ba- on the way back, uh, I got a call from Max Miller and Tom Lyon and JD Vance's bunch, and they all got us uh, into the rally. Oh, man, wow. very cool! We're at Trump oh. Rally right now in Dayton, Ohio. And, and let me tell you what, guys, this place is mobbed, absolutely a madhouse. The VIP sections are all full, and I'm looking back at the crowd. As far as you can see, it's just a a sea of red hats, mega hats. So the mega movement is 100% live and strong in in Ohio, guys. I mean, that's good for me to hear. I'm I'm happy about that. Um, what time is uh, Trump going on tonight? How many uh, what, are there speakers there, or what's going on? Uh, Jim Jordan just got done speaking. Um, I don't know. I don't have a program to tell you who's next, but as far as I know, President Trump's supposed to be on at 8 p.m. Okay. Well, good. Now, at least we'll be done, and you know that. About. <laughs> I'm sorry. At least the show will be done. We'll be excited. I can go home and probably watch it somewhere. I'm assuming. So. Well, I'm going to be putting it on Facebook Live also. And you guys, I really wanted to be there live in studio with you guys tonight because tomorrow is such an important day in Northeast Ohio and around our country. Right. And I'm lo- I'm looking at Jim Jordan right now. He's three chairs ahead of me. <laughs> but uh, Tell him I said and, and hi. here's what I want to say. I think there's going to be a red wave. I think the Republicans are going to take the house. I. I'm sure we're going to take the House. I think we're going to take the Senate. But what I want to say to people are going to be going into office, make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's and do everything you say you're going to do and do it right. Because the Democrats are going to be looking for a fall guy because this economy is teetering on from recession to depression. And and they're going to be looking for a fall guy when this thing actually goes into a full depression. And who's the best fall guy other than the Republicans that came in and stopping all their BS that they're trying to pull? Yeah, I mean, that, that's just it. You know, both sides do that. I mean, both sides do say, you know, when they go in, Amen. everybody sucks. But I, you know, at this point, we need something different. I mean, something needs to change because things are so far off the tracks right now that, I mean, people can't afford to live anymore. Let's I mean, just hope the election, I, when the election's over, that the governing starts. That's what everybody that's right. will get to start to take a fresh look at and judge. And we can go from there. Right. Well, now, Mario, I don't know if you guys already voted. I went on Wednesday and, pre- and voted in support of elections. 
And I, when I was there, there was a whole bunch of people there. Yeah, man. I did the that same thing. Yeah, yeah. I did, and I'm in I'm in Lorain County, so I don't know what county you vote in, but yeah, I was really surprised. I, I voted in Lake. In that kind of activity, I really. Were you in Cuyahoga, Charlie? Yeah. yeah so that's was, three counties that had an uptick. Really, in. really good. I mean, it was like a zoo down there, and I was there three days in a row because I had to go down for some other for stuff. Some training stuff. Yeah. Mario, what do what do you think is the 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 reason the uptick? Do you think it's because people want to change, or what, what do you think is the uptick in the early voting and everybody you know, the, the polls which is being packed already? I, I think everybody just wants to get their vote in and make sure their vote counts. Let's hope they all count. You know, that's what I see. Yeah, they will. Things have got to change in our country. It's got to change drastically. Yeah, it's got to change immediately. I mean, we can't wait. It absolutely has to start. It's got to start Wednesday morning. Amen to that. So, Hey, guys, I can barely hear you. All right. I want to tell you guys, I love your show. I love everything you guys do. You're fantastic. I hope more people listen to this, this show and build it up. And let's get some more supporters. Get, get some people, some, some, some advertisers on this show. Amen to that. Thank Amen you. That. Thank we you. appreciate it, Mario. Help you guys out because they're truly them and one other radio station in town is the conservative voice of Cleveland right now. Since Mike is gone, you guys have grabbed the torch and ran with it. So run with it. And Bob France, too. Love Bob. Yeah. Love Bob on the air, yep. too. So. Doing the, the real work around town. So thanks, Mario, for Thank everything. You, Mario. Thank you for my haircut, my man. Be safe and God hey, bless. God bless, guys. You too. I love you all. Charlie, Trump was said hi. Love you guys. Bye. 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 I love Mario. Yeah, he's Mario's making me look yeah. good for once. Really good guy. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, like, you, know, you, you probably go online see some old pictures of me and stuff, and I look like a... Homeless guy. Yeah, homeless guy. Yeah. Thank what, you for that, Charlie. Appreciate Triv that. Always, yeah, That's what Trev always said. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but homeless. Yeah, now I'm actually looking somewhat respectable. You are. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I take pride in that, and that's thanks to Mario Mario's Barbershop in Parma. So you wanted to ask Charlie a couple of questions? You said before we talked to Mario? Um, He's like, no. No, no, no. <laughs> the, um, you're going to split your time inside and outside. Is there one uh, observer per polling location? There's one observer per party for polling location. Right, exactly. And, and yeah, so... so we're the way you know they t- they tell us what to do is you know obviously you want to stay in, you're going to stay inside most of the time but every once in a while you go outside make sure nobody's crossed over that hundred yard uh, hundred foot right uh, you know barrier right uh, and make sure that you know people aren't coming in like uh, there was a two years ago when I did this there was a woman that came in wearing a maga hat and you know it doesn't matter I I I have to be a neutral person right. on that, and I have to right. say, hey, somebody's in here with campaign material. The uh, what do they call the? This is this is bad that I don't. I, I keep wanting to think of like a jury, but like a four person. But who's who's in charge of the polling? Place? The VLM, the voting location manager. Manager. Okay, maybe I don't know why I couldn't think of right word. It didn't sound right. But anyways, you know, I was going up to her, right. telling her, hey, this happened. This is going on. Somebody's bringing flyers in here. So, so there's overall, a hundred foot distance you have to stay away from the polling place? Is that what happens? From the campaign. The entrance, you, no su- campaign material from a hundred feet from the entrance of the polling place. Because I've heard, you know, reports in previous elections of you know, parties, Black Panther parties, whatever it is, you know, standing outside of polling locations and intimidating anybody, people. Yeah, anybody can do whatever in. they want as long as they're a hundred feet away. A hundred and one feet away is and, 
Do so you have like a tape measure? How do you know that it's well, 100 feet away? Put up. All right, there's so there are signs, there are barriers, there's, there's like an right. area where you can't cross if you're... Right, there's a but sign here's to say the thing. no campaigning past this point. What if you're 102 feet away trying to, uh, if you're trying to intimidate people from well, going in? That's, that's different. Is that's that not illegal? campaigning. I, it, that's it's not, but let me tell you this, as someone who's trained on how to also act inside the polling place, like you said, you're not supposed to wear campaign right. shirt, I'm for Joe Blow, and walk into them. But here's the thing. All we can do as poll workers is tell them right. that what they're doing is wrong. And I can't even engage But a we voter. can't. The right to vote is more sacred than the right to not have so people So you can't campaign. kick somebody out for doing You can't. I, no, I, so I, I, I all can't All you do is bite your tongue and look the other way. I, I have to. I, my, my job is to call the hotline and report <laughs> and document on a notebook you know, so. what I saw, what time it was. And that, and then they can litigate it later on if it be if it's something that needs to be taken care of later. But on. you can't interfere with their right to right. vote because that's the most important. Illegals. Thing. What what happens with illegals coming in to vote? They Whether don't. It's, uh, obviously, they do. That's happened all over the country. No. They, what I'm saying is, you come in. The first thing you do is present your driver's license and but there are sign states the election that don't book. Don't want you to have right. a driver's license well, to like, go in and vote. Like in Pennsylvania. I mean, they, honestly, yeah. they treat minorities like they're stupid and can't go out and get an ID. I mean, that's what you know, some of these. You know, Yes. States like Georgia and stuff that are having all these you know, problems with voter laws is because you know, they want them to have IDs. Well, I think anybody is smart enough to go get a, an ID. Well, here's the thing. Even I, who doesn't currently have a driver's license, and that's knows a, how to go get a, a state ID. And, and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. I'm assuming okay, that the majority some, some of people aren't stupid enough free. to go get one. Okay. Some right. places will give it to you for free. They Guys, will mail it to you excuse or me. bring it to you. So why do we have these well, voting Let laws? me finish yeah, and okay. answer your question. Yeah. All you need... Is an electric bill. Right. From your address. Okay. In Ohio. When you look somebody in the eye, how you're registered is on our screen. So when you walk up and go, I want to vote, and I ask you, what's your address? You better know this address. And then if I ask you for your ID and you say, I don't drive, I don't have a driver's license, I lost my driver's license, the cat chewed it up. And you can produce an electric bill. Guess what? You get a ballot. See, I, I'm not sure that, not, that's, a, that's a good way to go about things. I can go into somebody's garbage and find an electric bill no, and say, and repeat the name. I mean, I, I mean, I know that you, you don't you even, should have a valid ID of it, some sort to go is it in. Just, is it just utility bills or no, will anything? Other, so you know, what about a cable bill? And, I'm sorry. What about a cable bill? That's a utility. Okay, <laughs> let me let me shoot a hole in your theory here for a second because my our cable is still in my father-in-law's name because you know he passed away your father-in-law doesn't vote in your polling location yeah he does because we we live less than a mile from each other when he was living but if i again not that i would ever do something so stupid but i could theoretically walk in and say here's and my, everybody I'm, says that but if you close your eyes and look at the millions of voting right. locations if that happens 20 times in the country, it, no, we're never going to find anything that's perfect. Okay, again, you're going you're gonna to bring that argument up, but I'm going to say you said millions of voting locations. If you have one person at every one of those voting locations that goes you in, you're talking about millions of people. And, but you might. You do. You don't know. You always present stuff without giving me an actual fact. I'm saying that it is possible 
that people could go out there and take advantage of the system. They do it all the time. They do it with every system that we have in this country, whether it comes to you know, welfare or whatever, people take advantage when they can. And I'm saying that a lot of people took advantage of not only early voting, but absentee you know, voting when they were able to vote from home the last time around. People um, take advantage of stuff. Here's Ameri- my, Americans, Americans are, are the, the greatest, greatest scam artists in the in world. The world. <laughs> okay, but here's my question about everybody that says the election was stolen. How come every single other person on that, that ballot the was stolen. What I'm saying is thinks that their election was fine. Hillary Clinton numbers, doesn't think that her Hillary, election was fine. She thinks Stacey, it was stolen. Stacey Abrams about, still thinks she's the governor of yes, Georgia. Yes, she does. She's still walking around going, I'm fine. the governor. So you can't just sit here and blame the the Republicans for saying it. I'm not. It's a lot of people. People have yet to say that Trump. There are a lot of people that say Trump was not a legitimate president. He was. He won the election. Yeah. But no, there are people out there who want to deny it. Well, I'm allowed to deny that as well. If people are like Hillary Clinton are allowed to go out there and say, no, he did not. He's not a legitimate president. I'm allowed to say that Biden's not a legitimate right. president. And either. if Hillary's and wrong, then so you have proof. makes you an election denier. I know as much as you do when it comes to that election. I have as much proof as you do that that election was fair or rigged. I mean, when it comes right down to it, neither one of us have anything other than our own opinions. So you don't need to talk down to me like I'm, I'm stupid talking. because I believe something different than you. If we have the same amount of proof... That the we election was rigged or not rigged. I haven't seen any proof. I'm I, still looking for and it. And I've seen stuff that I've heard that I can consider proof without a doubt. So my opinion okay. is that. Your opinion is that. How, how do you, because I, I know somebody brought up 2,000 mules earlier, but how do you justify one person going to 12 different polling locations or you know drop-off boxes? There weren't enough people of those. There were just some. There weren't enough dead people. It was just some. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, there, was, there was, wasn't enough to sway Listen, the election. More than, more than gonna, one night I'm in not, the same route, almost exactly the same route. I'm not going to sit here and deny Chicago or Mayor Daley or the stuff that's been said about Cuyahoga County, even here in Ohio, and on and on and on and on. But $7 million by voting machines from China... No. China, who absolutely would want somebody like President Biden to be in office, Speak, speaking of considering which, his yeah. own son was in bed with him. Did you hear about? And uh, that is on a laptop, the big guy. It was, yeah. A laptop that didn't exist until well, it, it doesn't existed. exist until, yeah. Uh, did you hear about Putin came out and said, absolutely, after denying it for God knows how long, he came out and said, absolutely, we've been interfering with Americans' elections. I'm sure they have. And we're going to continue to do so. I'm sure they will. So also Putin's crazy. Okay, but, so yeah. now all of a sudden that's okay. <laughs> what? And who for four years said the Russians didn't interfere with the election? Well, they accused. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nobody said for four years the Russians didn't interfere in the election. They we said Trump. for four years that Trump never colluded with the Russians. Yes. That's what it was about. That was that was a bunch of garbage from the beginning. It no. was proven no, to have been no, no, garbage. It was proven it was garbage. Okay. Stop for one minute, guys. The guy doing you the can't investigation just keep says it no, wasn't collusion. No. The president of the United States at the time walked out of his first meeting with Putin and said, I asked him, did you interfere in our elections? And he said, no, eh. I believe him. Okay. Okay. So now the guy came out and admitted that he lied about it. Okay. Did so he collude Trump's with that Russia? He that he believed them? Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> and it was proven Who that he did not it? collude with Russia. Is that right. true or, or not? By the own $30 million investigation that you and I paid for, everybody in this room, 
Is that true or not? That he was found innocent of colluding with Russia? Apple and orange. He was. Of co- is it true that he was found? He didn't do it. Correct. I, correct. But he also said there was no interference in his election. He won fair and square. And this president wants other countries to control our elections. So we'll change the topic instead of dealing with the topic we were Well, just I talking. would like to point out that Trump hasn't been president for two years, and you still keep bringing him up. Like, he's the devil still here. He's still he's on not tour, the president. dude. He's in Dayton. He's not the president. So Joe understand. Biden Obama is the president. In, Obama was I in Michigan that. and Chicago the other right. day. So we can talk They're about them, and it's okay. Right. I'm not saying anything bad about Obama. Obama's not the president of the United States. Joe Biden happens to be the president. President of the United States and happens to have the policy that's screwing the United States, and you're still talking about Trump. Aren't they allowed to vote with ID and it's like provisional vote? No. And gets audited later? If the provisional ballots are this because the right to vote is that sacrosanct. If the polling location can't figure things out, what happens is you are issued a provisional ballot. You get to vote on that ballot. It's a different color. It's sealed in its own bag. It goes down in a separate box from the ones that get run through the machine to get counted. And one by one by one by one, those ballots are inspected and counted if everything checks out. I'll give you a real simple example. I was in the polling location. I was in county uh, election headquarters doing my training for this upcoming election. And someone mailed in an absentee ballot and or their request for an absentee ballot it couldn't go out because it where the woman was supposed to sign her name she printed it Mm. so they got in touch with the family and said you got two choices you can come in and fill out a new one we'll send it to you mail it back and so on so forth so the provisional ballots they go to that length to try to verify to make sure that every vote counts. And it's somebody in my family, and this is not a lie, this is an absolute fact, somebody yeah. in my family uh, got three ballots in the mail the last time around for the presidential election. Got three of them. Addressed to the same person, in the mail, same address, three ballots. Three now, ballots or three ballot applications? Three ballots. Oh. Okay. Now, this person is not a crook and not you know, a bad person and didn't do what they could have done. And I want to know how many times that happened. I'm sorry, it probably was just the one time. No. It was the one error. But the error. machines are designed that if a name and a signature and a ballot that's been issued and given has been counted, that it won't count any other with the same name somebody, and signature. Somebody comes in with a an ID with the same with the right name on it, but they it's an old driver's license they didn't update, they get a provisional ballot too, they right? Prov- and do you know what happens the most? People forget to change their name after, women right. forget to change their name after they get married. So now you're sexist too. That's just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, right. Unbelievable, Mike. Now you're tossing women under the bus. No, <laughs> not under the bus. But that was funny. It is funny. How do you know what a woman is? I don't. Yeah, you're not that a biologist. No, too, not right? a biologist. I'm I, a biologist I define a woman. But it's a lot of fun to do field work. <laughs> but I'm not a yeah, right. I'm not a Supreme Court. Ju- well, Supreme Court justices can't define women. Nope. So, I guess that's what we're at in so. the state of this country. Uh, we got to take a quick break. All right, and then we'll be back to wrap everything up and uh, we'll keep Charlie around for a couple more minutes because we are running short on time. It's election eve. I'm excited about tomorrow. Kind of. I really don't want to sit up all night and watch all this, I, I but I'm going to. 
Well, according, according to the yeah, White House, it might take three or four days. Well, here's the thing. Tonight's already, Monday Night Football, already, right? Already Monday Night Football. That shouldn't tick people off either because with absentee ballots, the post office and, and votes coming in from overseas from the military, it's always taken a couple days. And that's, that's the thing. Too many people are conflating getting the final count with calling the night of. That's... Yeah, well, that, that's what that's then, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of the, the problem here. Don't listen to those people. I'm just saying that's yeah, that's, that's got a lot you. to do with it. I completely agree with you. That stuff shouldn't be made up and have opinions. There's people now that say, "Well, you know, why bother to vote? It's already over. So and so lost." Yeah, that's yep. stupid. Again, it is stupid. You got to take a test to vote, in my opinion. All right, we'll be right back. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. Check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, the light's still on. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repairs to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. Winter's coming. Call Charlie's Auto Repair for snow plowing needs. 216-470-0170. Let Charlie make your car great again. We display a Joe Burdick custom flag prominently on our set. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each customized piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran-owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your pride, spirit, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flags serve you. 440-305-2065. Does your business or group order custom t-shirts? Tired of overpaying, waiting for quotes, or slow turnaround? Wolf Creek Media is a family-owned company with a simple upfront pricing that will save you time and money. With a 30-piece minimum order, you get a logo on a quality brand tee for $5.75 each. That's right, your one-color imprint on a quality Gildan tee for $5.75 each. Don't have a logo? No worries. Wolf Creek Media has an in-house designer to make it easy for you to get your brand out to the public. So if your business, group, event, or brand needs great tees at a great price, call Wolf Creek Media at 330-353-9695 or look them up on Facebook at Wolf Creek Media. Call 330-353-9695 today to get the best tees and hoodies for less. Dude. Imagine how good you could look if you call Mario's Barbershop at 7526 Broadview Road. A great haircut at a great price. Guys, 17 bucks to look your best. Seniors only pay 15. Call 216-520-1977. Mario's is a first-rate barbershop with a big heart. Next month, they start a toy drive, so the Kentucky families that got flooded out might still give their kids a Christmas. Mario's Barbershop. Let a good man help you look your best. Right back on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Chisalka. I'm uh, going to wrap things up for this Monday night, uh, Election Eve. Uh, Charlie, we're talking off the air before we uh, wrap things up real quick. Here we're talking what people can do tomorrow and what your thoughts are. Yeah, so uh, there's already been a huge push with door knocking and, and literature handing out and stuff like that. And uh, originally I was going to see if people wanted to go hand out stuff at polling places uh, tomorrow, but that's all been taken care of and everything which is great um for as far as momentum goes and stuff like that uh what people can do is you know call people you know that are registered and you're not sure if they're 
voting or whatever, you know, get your deadbeat brother off the couch and take him down there and and go get him in the in the line to vote. You can go down to the polling place uh, wearing, a, you know, campaign stuff or T-shirt or take your sign with you out of your front yard. Go down there and campaign. Try to get people, you know, go down there for two hours. Try to get people to, uh, you know, try to persuade minds respectfully. Yeah, let's uh, be respectful. Down let's be there cool. and stuff. And yeah, but anything at this point is going to help. And and you know, yeah, they're predicting a red wave. There is no red wave if we don't get out and make one happen. We have to be the wave. Uh, I saw a poll today that JD Vance was up by ten points. Or I don't something. believe any polls until they're closed. I, I, I don't. Know. <laughs> Amen. I, I don't either. And and you know, I'm sure a few of them are probably accurate or whatever. But I think a lot more of them are there for nefarious reasons than anything else. But, again, that 10% doesn't happen unless we make it happen. Go out so. and vote. Whatever you got to do, go out and vote tomorrow. But be smart. And Mike's Mike got his man, legal right. pad out here. So Now, I see a bigger picture, and I'm looking forward to, like I said, being able to move past the election and deal with the actual governing that starts. All I will say about the midterm elections is this. A record 167 billion dollars will be spent or has been spent on media buys for this election. Now, 16.7 billion divided by the 196 million Americans that are 21 or over comes out to $85 a piece. Somebody giving that kind of money, their voice should not count. A hundred thousand, a million times more than your vote or your opinion. We have to do something. Everybody says, well, if it's not the Democrats, it's not the Republicans, who is it? It's the people that can afford to spend that kind of money, not just on this election, but on every election. And what do they spend it on? 30-second BS commercials. Because I don't care what side you're on. They're all hurtful, they all lie, they're horrible, and it's repetition. That's not what America is all about. We can do better, and the one thing I'll agree with everybody at is we are at that fork in the road as to where we go. We need to do better. But my prayer is we got to do it together. Amen to that. Amen to that. Thank you, Charlie, for coming out here tonight. Charlie's Auto Repair, great sponsor. Good guy in Lakewood. Check him out. Also sponsors the phone lines as well. So thank you for coming out. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks for your time. time. Uh, i got to thank all of our sponsors real quick. Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville. Aaron Sign Company. Thank you for the stickers. Go to Triv. Oh, Triv. Go to the SethWilliamsShow.com and uh, get your free stickers there. Uh, i got to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Joe's Computer Shop in Lakewood. Uh, Union Home Mortgage. Berta Custom Flags. You see the flag behind me here. Uh, he's a good dude. So get one of those flags. Um, Charlie's Auto Repair, Lakewood, AssuredWindowCleaning.com, Mario's Barbershop, Mario at the uh, rally tonight in Dayton, Trump rally, good for him, Wolf Creek Media, T-shirts are coming soon. I want to thank Tammy, our good friend, for all the support as well. Uh, thank you for everybody listening tonight, and again, get out and vote, and uh, we'll see what happens and talk about it next Monday night. Next Monday we do the autopsy, and we're going to have some good guests on we appreciate you listening. Coming and coming. Have a good night. Thank you. All the right words. 
It's a mystery to me how we never found time to say them at all. All the right words were all that remained to keep us from breaking down. Now you seem like a stranger. To 